Hello, welcome back to our Muscle and Hustle podcast. <laughs> it yeah. is, you know what, Tony? I'm going to come out with. I think Banger's hotter than Marbella today. No, the mission is fucking hard. My car was 27 and a half degrees earlier. I don't know if that's an internal thing or external, but it's fucking bad. Bad. It was a tough drive today. I'd see that, no, you cannot be complaining about the heat there. It was 27 all day here, and then it's just dropped. It's now half eight at night, and it's dropped to 25. It is hot. That is hot. No, I, I, my, I need my aircon refilled at the moment. Uh, it's it's starting to get him. It's 23 and a half degrees here at the minute. Fucking hell, that's beautiful. You, it's I, a quarter past seven at night. I hate when people complain about the heat back home. That fries me, mate. It's, Don't be it's, doing that. It's only in the car. It's only in the car. People turn around and be like, oh, I'm struggling to sleep, mate. You, you prayed for sun, now you've got sun. Don't be complaining to me about the heat. I will. I never struggled. You never struggled. The only people who struggle to sleep in the heater the people don't understand the different weights of blankets or you should just sleep naked or sleep naked or don't have your working in the fire service it's a very common thing a lot of people do sleep naked just so you're aware the majority of people don't tend to wear pajamas too much to bed how do you know this obviously when we're going into houses oh like for people that's not alive yeah if you're going to get people out like it's one of them things where oh they're coming out of the house buck naked well, with a towel. No, no, no. Usually they'll put on clothes, but like if you're pulling somebody out, there is a good chance that they're not going to be fully clothed. Like, do you, do you sleep naked? Me personally, I usually sleep in boxers. To be honest, yeah. if I'm too hot, I'll sleep in the nip. Or if I've been getting groovy, <laughs> you know, I thought you would be the sort of voice into the grooviness ends, straight on with the boxers. No, no, just no, to get you know, be, just to get that we walk, that we walk around the bed strutting, you know. No, I let the wee man shrink up uh, and just <laughs> and just stand there. Do you ever see the memes of like me I me before bed every night and my girlfriend and shows you like a picture of Ronnie Coleman he's just standing like tense in the mirror. That's uh, just like me. Uh, <laughs> no, so enough about shrinking Todgers. Let's uh, we we actually had a lot of topics sent to us. We went through a couple some interesting ones because you can go down so many rabbit holes and I think I think money mindset's a good one to start with. It's just somebody just wrote money mindset, so I think that's a, a bit of a different one. Yeah. When I say that, what comes to your mind? What comes to my mind? Well, hmm. I, it's probably changed the last way. Before, would have to me would have been about making money, but now I'm in the mindset of keeping money. Yes, I think most people will be like, see, it'll be about them saving money, money yeah. mindset, which I think is almost harder. I think it's. I think you, the. I don't agree with everything that people say about on the money mindset stuff, but I do agree that the idea of like penny pension is never going to make you rich. No, no. Like, if you enjoy a coffee and you go, oh, it's three pound a day every year. That's a thousand pound. Like, shut the fuck up and just have your coffee. Saving yourself three quid a day is not. That's not gonna. That's gonna take away from your life rather than add. I think. Uh, the money mindset thing I think there is a lot of people that have and I would have been the same you have self-limiting beliefs around how much money can be made yeah yeah uh, because of where you come from like I come from I wouldn't say a low income family uh, but I would say middle to lower class income yeah like you, you wouldn't be penny pinching but like for example like if we if dad was going shopping he wouldn't just pick up all in one shop he'd go somewhere for the meats because they're cheaper he'd go somewhere else because it's cheaper for this yeah but then that's smart that's that's a smart that's shopping, very yeah, smart that, shopping whereas you know you could go into a supermarket and 
you know, just because it's easy for you, you can just grab all the things there. It's like, it's like if you ever go into a spa shop, this is a bit off topic. Then we spa shops are like we mini supermarkets. Now you can do a lot of your shopping in there, but everything's priced significantly higher because you're paying for that easiness. Convenience shop. Aye, convenience. Aye, you're paying for that, for the simpleness. That's why like the corner shops are almost a thing of the past now because they were slightly more expensive. Um, and now because people, a lot of people don't do small shops anymore. It's like there's cars and Joe, you're, you're, you, if, I, if I'm popping out to get one thing, I sort of always, do, I always double check to make sure like, is there anything else I need so I don't have to go back out. And now that work? with delivery and shopping as well has changed it all together. So there's not a lot of, Dubai is the best for that. Dubai is on What do you call that sort of shopping? Uh, you know, like last minute you think, you know, would say never go shopping when you're hungry. So a lot of that's done away with now. So that's why the the delivery shopping sometimes works out well for people because you buy exactly what you need and then you don't really you know, lose it around yourself. I mean, Dubai, you can pay 30, say it was eight o'clock now. Yeah. I could put in my order for the shopping for 30p and be at my door in the next hour. Or well, you get, you get that. You can get that in Belfast too. Just no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the co the co offer in Belfast. Um, is it cheap as chips? It's on Deliveroo. You can do your whole thing in Deliveroo, and you can do it on their thing. Ah, it's it only costs you delivery and plus your normal fee. But the big supermarkets now, there's because that many people are using them, it can be a bit of a wait. But mm. there's a few of them pop. But I know what you're saying about Dubai because I've seen it on that Kareem app. It's where, unbelievable. Where you can literally so get everything like at any time of night. You'll get anything you, you want. coffee to your gaff and the boy will cling from it and cycle it to your house. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> for about 20p. I remember years ago space. when it was a day like this, the sun was splitting the sky and it was just when like Deliveroo was getting big and I seen Nuggle Atterworld on Deliveroo and I was like, there's no fucking way that boy can make it to here and that ice cream's not just milk. There's no way. So I ordered mm. it and he got it there and it was still intact. Never be, never be more impressed with something in my life. Well, like we like we filmed a McDonald's thing today, just about like healthy food swaps. And like, you know, if you're eating at McDonald's, don't get this, get this. And like, he got a McFlurry, and again, we ice bag for it. And like, when I arrived, it was fine. It was melted within like two minutes of coming out of the ice bag. But I was shocked that it even came and it wasn't just pure water. Yeah. Here, guess how many calories is in twenty nuggets, right? So before you guess, everybody have a rough think. How many calories do you think is in 20, 20 chicken nuggets? 620. 900. No way. 890 calories. See when I see that. Uh, you, like, you know what I would call them? That's a car snack before you eat the real meal when you go home. Oh, mate. They're <laughs> such a... They're, you just munch them up. Nine, Jesus Christ. What is... is uh, take it all the chicken things. This is going way off topic. All the chicken things are the most calorific. No, the the heaviest thing uh, I looked at the menu because I wanted like two alternatives. Uh, the heaviest thing was like a qu- double quarter pounder meal, so like anything like a big tasty or any of that. They they're they're the ones that kill you. They're about fucking eight or nine hundred a burger. The lowest calorie in the fried things is the fillet of fish, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Or you're better going for like a grilled sort of like grilled a- chicken. Huh? The grilled wrapper, Caesar salad. Caesar salad is about four fifty. The grilled wraps actually are they're about three hundred and fifty. Like I actually think that's quite reasonable because a wrap at home is about the same size, probably about one fifty eight, one eighty. A chicken fillet's about one twenty anyway. So like you're talking three hundred calories in your your le- so it actually is very the wrap is actually quite reasonable. So if you're gonna 
yeah it's something that's not a bad shout but it's like whenever you don't realize it like uh, some of the stuff like I couldn't get over the fact of like I'm, the smallest McFlurry like oh. this like not even the small small do you know the ones that like children eat yeah like they're, they're like 350 400 like a big McFlurry like a normal one we would get in the UK like 650 it's fucking bonkers the thing that blew my mind was was that you know the garlic dip and Domino's mm. the calories it for it is so insane. for that wee small the wee tiny one is 200 calories and people could go through two or three of them that's why they created the big dip oh it's so easy to go through that and like that, that two that that wee one there is 25 grams something that's 25 grams should not be just under 200 calories it's fuck i don't know that's hard to make do you know what it's got it's mayo though isn't it it's mayo i but i'd say that mayo must be, is must be the some heaviest more. fucking thing in the world it must like be some just, whopping oil in it or something i don't know it's just so heavy though like don't get me wrong i love slaw i don't really like mayo but it's just one of them dating foods that like lighter than light shape but it's just one of them ones the salt it's just not worth it like, it's just not like compared to everything else everything else is so much lighter usually the best way i sort of judge it is the spicier the sauce the less calories yeah yeah like hot sauces that's why i've yeah. turned it, i think that's why i've turned into like a sauce demon like i love srirachas and I've, i use a valentino sauce quite a bit it's like a hot chili it's fucking quality but it blows the fucking nuts clean off you what about the sriracha mayo is it bad i take it as bad for you like it's not bad but i love srirachas like obviously like a plain sriracha is fine a sweet chili then and then that chili that mayo one but do you get the hum of fish off sriracha sauce or no, that's you, mate. That's not like a lot of people get it because of the fish oil. And I, I can't have it. Like, I fucking love it. I, I literally could drink it by the bottle. She's right. Going back to money, 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 money. Yeah. Do you think so, you're like? Do you think you inherited that from your family? That when you started, you know, like earning, um, that you were being smarter. Were you, did you earn that money? Smart. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. For, for example, I think if you're born into money, like I have friends who were born into money so they don't value it it's not that their parents don't value it it's the fact that they've never had to work for it they've always had the money yeah um like say for example like dropping 500 pound a pair of shoes is no flinch whereas like i struggle to actually do that and that is probably ingrained in me from it's not that i don't value myself or anything like that i just look at that money and i go where could that go like yeah and even i thought like people turn around and go oh would you not fly business class to like dubai and i'm like it's two, it's about two thousand pound extra. I would rather plug the two thousand pound in extra into a house, fly my family out, or even if even if I'm if even if I want to spend it myself there, why would I not get a nicer apartment then or rent a car for the month rather than that? Now people will do both, but I almost struggle to justify that. Now I don't know whether that's just a a money thing, but, but it's I, one. I think that's a smart. That's a smart. That's it's a smart move. No, the business class thing. Like what is the Dubai flight? Seven hours. Six, it's about seven hours. So it's seven hours. It. So worked like, it out. It costs it, about a pound a minute in economy. Yeah. For the flight, and it costs ten pound a minute. Yeah. So like if somebody turns around to me and goes, "I'll give you nine quid to move from business per minute to move yeah. from business to economy." I'd say, do you know what? That's actually fucking some hourly wage. Yeah, I, I, I've I've upgraded. I've never upgraded to the full business. I've had full business before. I've never upgraded the full business. But I would like I, to do it as an experience. I like I like the middle I've one. Heard it's, heard it's the worst thing you can do, though. I've heard once you do it, you're fucked. Well, that that was what people said to me too when when the the private flight 
to Marbella that time. But you know what? Nah, I've, I've flown fucking Ryanair since. I've flown EasyJet since. I've flown everything since. It's just one of those things where I you're a bit spoiled for them a couple of hours, but it's it's just nine, you're at the end of the day bucks. you're going you're going a, a to b you know it's a nice experience to have it's nice to ha- do it but you know it's like driving a supercar it's like you know it's just one of those things where uh, yeah it'd be nice if that luxury was afforded to you every time but you know like it's it's one it's not gonna really until, unless you're a absolute superstar and can't fly normal you know because you'd be tortured or whatever it's just one of those things like it's just i don't know it's i just think it's it's nice not a good it's, it's not a good investment yeah whereas like for example i would have like my ones could fly out now tomorrow uh, so they'll already been out and i'll have no problem going out for a very expensive meal yeah and spend whereas other people would, would wouldn't be game for that or like for example like i was in the shop there and i have no problem coughing up like an extra couple of euro for a dear piece of chocolate so I think it just comes yeah. down to what you actually value. So somebody might value that seat and value. It's all about what it means to you as an individual. I don't believe penny pinching is the way to go about it. Like no. really good example is if you want to build, like see the amount of people that are writing me about property now, it's absolutely outrageous. And they go to me, what's the first step? And I'm like, you need the money deposit for a house. And the first thing they say is, right, I need to save. And I'm like, no, you need to make more. Yeah, you need to make more that's frustrating to hear and nobody likes that because that requires a second job that requires saving as well but that also requires you just earn like for example say you need 20 say you have a house and the the house you want is a hundred thousand pound the deposit is then 10 to 20 percent first house it's 10 second house 20 if you earn 30 grand a year it's going to take you a, a lot longer then if you can somehow gather up making an extra 20 and bring your wage up to 50 because you can literally save the full second wage and pay for it in one year. That's literally how I worked it out. Like I was in the fire service, I was making 25 as a firefighter. It was going to take me, you know, you spend 20 grand a year probably on yourself. Yeah. It's going to take me four years to save the money for it. What I did do was start a business and then also get another job as a lifeguard. That way I could bank another six, seven K a year for the lifeguard and, and then banked X amount for the coaching. That way then I could build, and I started building my income very fast, and then I could buy multiples. But that was the quickest route to it. Yeah. Versus, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with it, but the, then you have to go, I don't value the financial freedom enough to do that. There's no harm in that. Don't beat yourself up. Go, I actually value having a Saturday night. I value spending time with my family. I value having a fucking friend. Whereas, for example, like a lot of them things I gave up for a long time for that long-term goal, doesn't mean it was the right choice yeah and i can reap the benefits now but it sucked pants and would i do it again i don't know do you know obviously i can say now it's benefited me but looking back i'm like oh if if i knew i didn't almost click what i was doing now money mindset i believe is one of these things where you can't have self-limited beliefs around how much money has like we have the Marbella event and there is people in the room earning like not just the coaches we mentor guest speakers we have people coming we have people I know that are just going to pop in and people are earning between zero and 125,000 pounds per month, per month. Mad. So the thing is, you think uh, 20 grand, like some of these people are making 20 grand in two or three days. Like, and that's not just fitness. We're talking property. We're talking 
And the fact of the matter is you, when you talk to these people, I think as well, the money mindset comes. Whenever I talk to people like that, I go, you're just like me. Yeah. You're, yeah, that, that's, you're, that's the thing. That, that is the you're thing. You're an idiot. You, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you, I'm sure you catch on whenever you meet something like that. You're like, not that they're an idiot, but like, you're like, you, you go on like a lot. Like you talk about women, you talk about jokes, you're, you're normal. Yeah. And then I think once you see that, you're like, fuck, that person can do that. You definitely can. When and is then, your, when is your event? Uh, next, not this weekend, next weekend, actually the last weekend in June. So yeah, we have the family this weekend. I'm taking Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is, off. Is it for the people in your master? For, yeah, it's private. You can't. Ah, it's so, private. so there's no point. People. No, no, no. Trying to get no. If you turn, I had somebody in a beach club turn around to me the other week there. I was in a play at Padre and he was like, oh, Caesar doing that event. I would come, but I'm I'm just about to go home. And I goes, you can't come anyway. And he goes, what do you mean? And I goes, you have to be part of it. Like, you can't just show up. And he's like, oh, I thought you could. I goes, fuck no, are you wise? I goes, hotel loans cost me a fucking bomb. It's on the beach. Where are you hosting it? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Stephen's organized a lot of it. I just know it's some five-star resort on the beach because I was looking to stay in the night and I goes, fuck that. Oh. So it was, it's, it's, a, it's funny because to rent every business obviously isn't costing as much as one of the rooms because the conferences and it's obviously built in their publicity. But yeah, no, it's lovely. I'll obviously have tons and tons of videos of it, but it's a big, big event for me. Uh, that will push me a little bit outside my comfort zone. I'm probably speaking in front of 50 or 60. That'll be up there with the biggest crowd I've done on a Saturday and then probably about 30 to 40 on the Sunday. So for me, well, it could be a lot higher. It could be up around 70 to 80 on the Saturday. It depends how many show up, but that's that, like, that's not a small you're maybe used to like do you, do you feel like you're speaking though in, to people when you're doing DJing well I've hosted stuff before yeah well that's that's, that's yeah like I've, ho- I've hosted stuff like in front of maybe a thousand people that are talking getting, at the start it was a wee, start it was a wee bit weird doing it but then you realise that do you do you feel like with the I want to I want to try and stay on topic money mindset it's just one of them things where i do feel like the world is so wrapped up in something though that like with money that is technically not don't get me wrong it is important i believe anybody who says your money doesn't make you happy yes i agree but money can remove a lot of stress in your life that that money doesn't make you happy thing i always think some money it's wild to say but i I feel it it depends if if you're chasing money and it's making you unhappy because you're doing like silly things to make the money, then yeah, money's not making you happy. But I, I think a lot of people use that as an excuse not to take the yeah, risk or chase it. But the money, I would more say money isn't everything. But that's the right it, way to do it. But it can help with a lot of things. <laughs> like as it you said, helps. it can definitely help your levels of stress. But then saying that when you start earning too much money or your business gets too big then your stress levels can return in different ways because you, you know you have to scale up you have to bring on stuff you have to you know, be that, smart that's when you have to be smart there's a certain point in life where people will notice as maybe people has got two and three jobs you might notice by your second or third job um you're losing a lot of that money in tax yeah so I then think- it's not beneficial to have that extra maybe 8k year job or 9k year job that you're doing part-time on a Thursday and Friday because you're literally losing that off the top so you know you have to be 
there's ways to be money savvy as well and there's ways to be you know savvy with your time and your energy whereas as tony said it's it maybe it's about scaling up the business you have at the moment or investing a wee bit extra in it because sometimes a lot of people don't realize that if you spend money you can make a lot of money you know you can push through to the next maybe level of your of your own business say you're a consultant or you're a pt or you're you know even in your own career if you reinvest in your own exactly yeah i was on his podcast and he goes to me if you if it was you and you were starting over what would you do to make money and i was the first thing i would do is i'd reinvest in making me more optimal so that would be and it's not me plugging because i honestly don't want anything that improves your body or mind or your skill set your own personal mindset physicality even just your your overall knowledge even if it's just learning another language all that adds up to your overall like ability to make make wealth like it's one of the things where a lot of people end up in jobs just by chance or just by the opportunity occurring because they've been small smart so i do think just initially reinvesting money not into property or things into yourself yeah. is always going to then pay dividends because you're going to get smarter you're going to get more educated you're going to be better health better energy better mood that's why like people like plugging on like it's not about plugging coach i don't give a fuck if you pay me or not i don't give a fuck if you're on for coach i mean in terms of like joining a gym putting time and reinvesting your time there instead instead because uh, you can then all of a sudden have better energy better health better mood and then you can flow that flows over that discipline does a uh, because I definitely think that's something where a lot of people lose out. Like if you're a service business or you're even yourself, your biggest, your best reinvestment is always going to be you first. And then that's going to power everything else, whether that's you're making more money or having better sex or having a better family life. Because if you are fat, overweight, bad mood, bad energy, bad mindset, negative head space, you haven't paid for therapy because it's too dear you can't blame anyone for the lifestyle you're in you need to take responsibility and go i'm in this position because of me it's just like the same as people go oh born into money joe fuck him lamborghini lifestyle there is somebody in the exact same position as you that's doing better than you because they've just simply worked on themselves and worked harder same as me yeah and it's one of the things where with the money mindset too i do believe that money doesn't make you happier it's not everything and one real thing as well is more is not always is no. better because you say, I'm sure you know this too, Mickey, but with income for anybody that know like wants to know about it, like with the more you make, there comes a certain stage where the, it just depends on who you are, where the qu- the quality of my life never increased with the more I made. So me getting making more and more and more and more just meant re- more reinvestment. Whereas if you increase the quality of your life, say you get a promotion and immediately you get a bigger car that then doesn't improve the quality of your life or sorry it improves the quality of your life to an extent with a car but then that doesn't mean you're actually making yeah. more money you're really just spending more as yeah. well so you're at the same income level yeah you're making more but you're spending more so but there comes a certain stage where unless you start doing that constantly you make more and the quality of your life doesn't go up and you're just making more for the sake of making more and that's when reinvestments come into play but the problem is as people make more the quality of their life goes up or their expenses go up usually if you look at a person's lifespan they earn less in their 20s more in their 30s more in their 40s but they have more expenses mortgages to kids yeah so naturally they don't actually ever get out of middle like middle ground because of that yeah uh, yeah that, that, that thing you were talking about about the getting the job promotion 
that was something I can't remember who said it now. And one of the tips he gave was when you get a promotion from your job, keep your same spending habits as your last position for two to three honest. for two to three years, and then start to spend at your new level because that's how you that's 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 how you, uh, your your cash flow will be a lot better instead of i think he used the same analogy going straight out and buying a car or moving to a bigger apartment car, or, or, cars mo- first thing or moving like doing something or or going on a big holiday he's like do two to three years in your position and you no know, and the new earnings but you're still the same spending and then after two to three years if you want to spend more but he, he says that he could almost certainly tell you you'll not want to because you'll see the rewards that you're getting and the more freedom that you're getting but it is one of those things where the more money you make doesn't equal as you said more happiness and the more money you make depend on your spending habits you know you could always outspend your earnings if you want to just by like not being mindful of, of what's coming in and what's going out um the one thing I would say that's helped me with earning more DGN, it means that I only take on the work I want to do and not forced into stuff I don't want to do. I do, I'm not a massive spender. I do I do spend a bit here and there on different things, but nothing like that would, you know, like be alarming or anything. I do spoil myself when it comes to goals. I've had a goal, I, I like to spoil myself, but most of the time I, sh- I live a very normal life. But the one thing it has enabled me to do is not do jobs or not do gigs that I do not want to do. And that was one that was one of the things that crushed me in about twenty two thousand seventeen, maybe. I took on a gig to pay for something. It was like sixteen weeks in a row. And I knew it was gonna kill me. And I knew it was gonna break my heart doing it. And I did it. And it got about 10 weeks in and just says here you know what I couldn't I couldn't I physically couldn't bring myself to do it it was making me so sad to go and do that gig I hated everything about it the people that were running the place lovely people but I just knew the gig wasn't for me and I knew I had to like do stuff that I didn't want to do do stuff that I wasn't happy with doing and that I'm telling you that period of my life was so sad because that one three hour time on a Sunday night used to break my fucking heart and I know it's, it sounds like third world problems all year, but I was being paid a nice sum, but I just knew that wasn't what I wanted to be. So that spurred me on so I could work a bit harder, make more so I could turn down them things and never have to do that sort of stuff again. See, I think there's a lot said, and this is me being honest, for keeping your your lifestyle in check. Like, And this is just me being blunt. Like, I could be at home and driving a fucking Lamborghini and in a big massive gaff. And that's all well and good, and I could probably afford that quite comfortably. But why? Why would I be doing it? Yeah, you know, like, do I need a five bedroom house? Do I want to live there? Am I getting that car for myself, or am I getting it to show off? Is an ego thing, and it's one of these things where, like, I feel like a lot of the money stuff with the quality of life is like, where people are always trying to show that their holiday is better. That they're at this place, they're at Cabo Tagu in Mykonos, they're getting the yeah. biggest yacht holidays. Whereas for me, it's one of the things where I just feel like I've worked on myself enough that that doesn't affect. And it's not just like, oh, it's me. Lots of people will be like that. Like it's one of the things where I'm happy with a lot. And there's a lot said for what you said there now. The, it's not about what money does, it's what money gives. It gives you freedom to say yes or no. It's like, if you have X amount sitting in your account and you hate your job, you can quit and stop working for a year. Yeah. Go, 
There's not like it, that that weight of your shoulder. See that. See, I'm not gonna lie to you. See, whenever I got the the gold ticked of a certain amount of properties paid off and the, the financial freedom thing, and I knew I could take care of my ones. It felt like somebody took a weighted vest of me for the rest yeah. of my life. It just it, it completely. And you'll notice since that's happened, my spending has went way up on myself because. I'm sorted. If I spunk every penny I have now, it doesn't matter. I'm still covered. And that's why I've decided to go traveling now. That's why I'm dialing back work a wee bit. It's, it's see that freedom is worth its weight in gold, but it's because I haven't fucked about and kept expenses from the age of 17 until I was 24. I drove my dad's car. I didn't get a new one. Didn't get a fancy one. And the first car I bought was actually for him to repay him. But the point of the matter is, was I tempted to get something with a flashier? Yeah, absolutely. Would that have impacted me getting a house though and property? Yeah. And now look at where that decision has led me to. Yeah. So I feel like the money mindset thing, a lot of it with the spend is probably keeping things in check with ego too. Like, are you buying the, the dearest nearest pair of shoes because you like them or because you want somebody to read Balenciaga on them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, it's knowing that, like, don't get me wrong. Everybody likes, like, there's nothing wrong with buying designer stuff at all. I don't believe there's any issue with it, but it's one of the things of like it's the reason why why you don't. Yeah, like, why are you buying that? Ro- like, I have a friend who bought a Rolex, and not a fan of Rolex because he want because he wanted a Rolex. So he, he got one right, but he 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 doesn't. He had to get it second hand. He got a really old one, and it's to be honest, it's a, it's it's fairly fucking battered, right? But I said that man, like it's a silver white face. It's a ninety-eight data just it was four and a half, five grand, whatever it was. And, and I said to them, why? Like you're not you're you've never been a, a watch guy. And he turned around to me and goes, Ah, but it looks good. I said, Aye. I know it's a lovely watch, but why? And he goes, Ah, you know, like it's uh, it's good, you don't want to go into business meetings and stuff. And I was like, right. And he texts me the other day and goes, I think this fucking thing's broke. I have a friend who has one of 10 grand silver blue face. And yeah. he slagged me about the watch I was wearing because it was just a wee cheap one. And the funny thing is my watch told the time his didn't because a lot of Rolexes are movement based. Uh, so he stopped moving. They'd start, stop telling the time wrong. So he bet 10 grand for a watch. I can't even tell the fucking time right whenever he stops moving. And it's one of the things where that always adds up. Hey, it's, I personally don't love a Rolex just for the sheer fact of it. there is so many fakes and they're so good quality that when I see a Rolex now, yeah, I, I almost I automatically think fake. Ah, that's fake. Yeah. And even at that, I'm like, there's there there if it's not fake, you paid a fortune for a watch that other people have so many of. Whereas I quite like like a other makes that are a little bit more defined, a wee bit different. Yeah. Like I, I think the dearest watch I have is a, is is it is a decent wee touch, but it's not in major do you know what i mean it's not fucking gonna break the bank and it, it depends like if you really value that watch and it means something to you and you get it as a reward then go for it there's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah reward yourself but it's whenever you're doing it not for yourself not as a reward and you're doing it as a this is just to push me forward like for a business meeting yes if it gives you confidence and you move in and it helps and it signifies you know Right, if I close this deal, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy myself this. Yeah, I feel like that's running towards something, but I do feel like with money mindset, it's such a balancing game, and most people have it way, way, way off. Yeah, well, because uh, uh, like as everybody knows, we talked about this before. When I set my goals ben and Hobbits. I I pass my goals, I reward myself on something nice. And the one that when I was in Dubai, I reward myself for getting a nice watch. And the guy in the shop 
was trying to get me, he was fuck. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do, but clearly nearly had me getting finance for a Rolex that I didn't want. But I wanted this Breitling watch. I've always wanted it. I've wanted it from... They're oh, nice. Uh, they're lovely. I wanted it for probably seven years. Finally hit this goal that has been a goal for years and years and years and years and years. And went and bought the watch. And you know what I find now? And you just kind of hit the nail on the head when you talk about it. When I see when I wear it, I can see people looking at it. And either it's going through their head going, wait, that's a nice watch, or that's a fake watch, or he thinks he's fucking lethal, or what a dick. And it's not like it's not a flashy watch, it's white faced, plain brightening. It's fucking stunning watch, like, but it's not like it's not blinged out of it. But it actually puts me off wearing the thing. Which is kind of sad. But like I've yeah. had it I've had it on, like parking up the car and realized I've had it on and put it into the glove box before. See, I think that would, that would never have me. Like, I, if I buy something, I fuck it. I'm a, I'm a fucker for if I buy something, I wear it to fuck till it's busted. It's like yeah. if I buy your pair of shoes. Like I have Prada shoes out there, and like I will wear them into the fucking. Well, I only I only wear a watch at, uh, on nights out. I don't wear. I would normally wear an Apple Watch or some shit during the yeah, day. The track steps, yeah, I'm the same. Like, I wish the I wish my fucking nice watches did. No, I think I think it's an interesting topic because it's one of the things where you obviously need to save a little bit, but you need to make more as well. And that's the main principle that fucks people over is the it's the wage uh, increment for financial freedom. You need to be to reinvest money. You need capital. You need money. So it's like it's like whenever I launch a property course, like the first thing people always ask is like, how do I how do I go about buying these? I'm like, you need the fucking money in the first place. Like, yeah, it's frustrating as that sounds. It, to make money. You need money. It's that simple. Uh, there's there's a rapper. I don't know. Maybe you know it. He talked about spending money. Did you ever come across this one before? Just this quarter thing where you rip it and... No, he talked about like all these boys like buying all the blinged out stuff and why all rappers go bankrupt. And he was like, that'll never be me because if I want to buy a million pound watch, I'll have to be making 100 million or, or something like that or 80 million. There's a rule of thumb. If you usually the rule of thumb with business people is if you can't buy it twice, you don't buy it. That's a good rule. Rule of thumb: if you can't afford it twice, you shouldn't be getting it because it's outside your budget. I've seen people as well where you have to. With I've seen like Shaq O'Neal say Warren Buffett's rule of thumb was always now Warren Buffett was going up, but rule of thumb was fifty percent gets saved, twenty five percent fifty percent gets reinvested, twenty five percent gets saved, and twenty five percent gets spent that's your ratio yeah that's it so if you can't afford it four times over like you can't afford it plus three more but you don't take it but that is a good rule for people saving as well if like, you can't afford it twice you shouldn't be in it yeah but even if you're weak if say if your weekly wage is 500 pounds say you know you should be working out percentages that you're you're allowed not you're allowed that you can spend and a percentage that you, be, need, like you need to save Habits too, where like people don't realize where their money's going, and then they go like, "I don't understand where my wages go. I don't understand why I can't afford more holidays." Like I remember a certain amount of my wages used to come out every single month from like. So for example, I never touched my lifeguard whenever I was a uh, lifeguard, and I never touched my coaching money for the first two to three years. It all went into bank accounts where I never touched. Yeah. Versus if you have one job, which is nothing wrong with, that's the right way to do it, to have a fucking life. Your money goes in, you're just tapping your card, it's gonna go no time. Whereas if you have like likes a starting bank, you can have <clears throat> you can have like a way of like so you have a VAT pot, you can have a tax pot, yeah. you can have a savings pot, you can have a fun pot, 
a holiday pot and every month as soon as your wages go in it should get divided up like mortgage pot and then the thing is you know when you go tap your card like how much you've spent whenever it starts and you right well that's that's that and then you start to see your spending habits but it also lets you when you when you put things away like that you tend to just use it less like if it's going to certain places you'll not spunk it so it's just as you say they're knowing how much you want to put away it just depresses people when they put away 100 pound a week and they're like fuck i only got five grand at the end of the year or something it's, it's absolutely nuts you know it takes a long time to save money uh, that's why I was saying about the earning more. I think it's just one of the things where even healthy habits like that, where you're saving money, it's going into pots. Like Profit First is a very good book for anywhere with business, but it's very good for like separating money out because I feel like that's the main issue. Like the reason a lot of people struggle money too is because it's not just making the money, it's yeah. the money management. It's it's yeah. not just saving it, it's actually managing it because people can save. Yeah. But people spend by realizing it. Like I was in the shop there and spent a tenner, like like that. It was like four, t- five tens of Fanta, a chocolate bar, and I don't know what the fuck else. But there's two, there's a tenner gone, and you could be in the shop twice a day. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing too. I think a lot of people, and it's it's quite geeky, like, but some people do need a spending spreadsheet or something like that or an app to do the, to, is the way to, go. to like, work I their spending out. Money, yeah. money comes in, money goes somewhere. Like if you get two three grand of your wages and straight away 500 in account for the mortgage 300 pound savings and then the rest is you can spunk as you want but then you've got your bases covered yeah like we would know in the hospitality industry everybody thinks oh payday weekend's the big weekend you know for people to spend money yeah but it's not it's the weekend after payday because the weekend of payday is you pay your bills you do your shit you might do something but then you realize by monday and tuesday oh this is what I can play with, then you start your real spending. That's what we noticed, that payday weekend is, there is a slight influx, but the state with the weekend after is normally you notice a, a slightly better one. Week of the pe- month. Yeah, the first week of the month, people start like going out for food That's more. Um, yeah, it's very interesting, but, and I and if you reverse, you no know, reverse it back, like you just said, you get paid on the Friday, so you the rent money comes out, you maybe you're put your money aside for your phone bill, put your money aside for maybe pay back your student loan, your money aside for this, your money aside for that. Then you realize here's the play money I have. And that's when they go, right, I might do even a shopping, I might do this, and then I'm going to eat out that extra time or I'm going to do whatever. And that's it's what we such know, a weird, we know in hospitality uh, that that was the kind of trends. See, it's such a weird concept. Like we all trade our time for this, like, yeah, made up concept of paper. That a lot of people fall out with their families over when it doesn't really matter. Over, yeah, like nobody ever turns around and says I should have made more money when I'm when I died. But they or whenever you're on your deathbed, like it's not in the top five regrets. Top five regrets are always, you know, should have spent more time with my family, should have worked less. So don't just work. Well, there actually is a big regret of people saying I should have spent more of my money. People that include incur massive wealth and don't spend much or don't like be as charitable or don't give money to their family and one of their big regrets is i should have had more fun because they were they were so driven by making money they didn't actually it didn't bring them any more happiness no, because they never actually used any of it but they were just yeah. drove 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 actually some in some ways were that's like they were drove into the ground and then they realize with all that money i had i could have done this and done that and i should have done this should have done that or i should have you know set this up or done this and that's one of their big regrets is they just got caught in the race and just kept going and going and, and just 
built massive, massive mounds of money and massive, you know, mounds of everything. And they just, when they died, it was all just chasing a rabbit. Chasing a rabbit. And that, that is one of the things where you can see, you can see certain people that have a good balance and certain people that have no balance at all. And you can, like people, yeah, really rate that. And I think some people get caught up in like, that they need to be making more like that's the that's the aim of the game here the money mindset thing wasn't about that like i i agree i think you're i think you're on to something there mate sorry i mean no you're right i think it's just like there's no and the other thing is there's nothing wrong with spending money either that's a thing no. that people can make people guilty but all like what was it so i seen somebody read about jack Grealish. imagine getting paid 250 grand and representing england and going on the drink for four days what the fuck has that got to do with anything he is just a normal guy who's pr- fucking very good at football and gets paid very well for it. And just because they won the cup, he decided to go on a bender for four days and turned up to training today for That's England, right. which is a fucking miracle because the man couldn't speak two days ago. But, like, people are sitting online and judging him because he gets paid X amount and he's having a bit of fun. Like, he's just his whole life that, like, that's, that is, he literally said like he that's his whole life to get that get raised and people are going oh he gets paid this it would suit him better to give money to nhs how do you know the man's not giving money to nhs how do you know and he's not giving money yeah. to everything no it doesn't mean like the more you earn people think the more you should give away which is that's just not fair either like people i see a lot of people in society you now actually give you no know, like somebody earns something or does well even the fucking cash call, I seen a thing in Cool FM. Some girl won the cash call a while ago. And I don't know the girl's financial background. Someone actually wrote underneath it, she should give 10 grand of that to some charity. Like, give the girl a oh, fucking oh. break. She just won like 60 grand. And you, you're no, straight away in the con. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I see a lot of that going on now where the more people make, the more, more people start to resent them. But then a lot of that can be jealousy too. Or non-understanding, yeah, as you said, non-understanding is another thing because people always put it down to bet yes, dad's rich. More, but the more money thing, definitely, I definitely think people are chasing the wrong thing. Like, it's not about financial freedom. It's not about more houses. It's not about more money. It's about the only reason that it's a benefit is if you can do it quickly, like I did, and then you get more time to spend on what you love. Versus, a lot of people get caught in that rabbit hole for a long time period, and never get out, as you said. And I feel like that's where you get people who are constantly chasing promotions and more money and their life's going right before their eyes and they're not realizing it and that's where you need to be careful if you're just penny pinching and saving money like the what the quality of your life is like because you could save up for that house for three years and then fucking die and what the fuck was the point in that so it's one of the things where i do believe personally that like you're here for, you're here for a short time not every is long time like that's one thing i'm doing i'm definitely spent more like i'm paying for all my ones to fly out tomorrow tomorrow morning they're coming over i'm gonna pay for the meals it's it's one of the things where like that gives me the quality of my life that's what i save for i save so i can do stuff like that that, that adds to my life do you so follow it, niall harbinson no so niall harbinson was the guy who created love in dublin and he done love in manchester love in london and he he's probably mid to late 30s now like I mean man was top of his game he was doing a talk with Gary V Pat Devley at that event I was at Niall sold everything when he when he made all his money he sold everything I think he sold his, his companies to Joe.ie actually or Joe you know that Joe thing and moved to Thailand and now he saves dogs 
And you I know what? And you know what? Man. He's just the fucking happiest man I have ever seen since he got to his point when you know what? I've done it. I'm gone. I'm out there. So if anybody actually on that thing, if you want to follow him, is Neil Harbinson. He's online. He does take donations. Um, he see he's on a mission to save ten thousand dogs every month, and he's not far off it. Holy fuck! And he's Are doing we- doing it all on his own in Thailand. That's like Joe. Really good example is like now that I've sort of got to that stage where I'm even like I'm. I feel like I'm, I'm done with the money side of things. Like don't get me wrong, I'll always try and make make decent. But you do start to go full circle and then realize that it doesn't really matter because the more you make, the quality of your life doesn't go up. It doesn't add to it. So you start to like spend it in like PayPal or things like that rather than anything else, and you actually stop working and you start going, "What is going to give me more fulfillment?" And it's usually the stuff you could do. That you had you could do anyway like you yeah. could have done with whatever job i was doing the fire service like i could have you know traveled a bit had a relaxed time went away and found all these things are just normal things you can do anyway but the yeah. problem is people always feel like i'll do it then like he could have went to thailand probably without that money and done all that and been just as happy and saved himself five years just like i could have probably traveled sooner on a cheaper budget so it's one of the things where we always put things off because of money so Money mindset can really put you off as a feeling of you need to make it, and I feel like that's down to people's expectations of what you feel is needed. Yeah, it is. It is. I think that's a it, pretty in-depth podcast. It is. It's a. I'd say we're going to get a lot of questions off that, and I think a lot of people are going to probably have more. You no, know, they're going to have, want us to dive into it maybe again at some time. Maybe the next one, if we do it, we'll actually maybe give out our our best maybe five tips of what we did or what we we know that's a, a working. You know, but a tip itself that we maybe we didn't have to implement but somebody did and um, but yeah it's actually and very interesting on this summer's evening that's it and we'll wrap her there because i am absolutely dying for a piss i don't think people want to hear me whiz a Whoa. little shriveled todger as usual uh like no don't like share you we don't hear you know what we don't even post it so um <laughs> Rate we're going to start poke. We're going to rate, review, share. Share your story. Your stories are the T- main thing. Tell your friends. Listen to it. Shout out to the people in Newcastle that were giving me golf earlier down the phone. Main thing. Share your story. That's the biggest thing. Share your story. And if you have any questions, head us up. We'll get on to them. And yeah, enjoy your week. Have a good one. See you. Hasta la vista. Baby.